Well, hello there. It's another day. I'm Jim Harrington. And I am Bill Knight. Well, it's uh, well, it's Tuesday for you, not Thursday, but it's Tuesday. It's Tuesday, yes. I'm going to the dentist. <laughs> there's no secrets on this show. I'm going to the no, dentist. You know. uh, well, I'm, there are some. There yeah. are some. But, I'm going to know. the dentist today, so if tomorrow I look a little down in the mouth, then you'll know why. <laughs> uh, and you know, the amazing yeah. thing is, you didn't call him. He called you. So, yeah, you well, know. business is slow. You know? <laughs> Hey, Jim, yes. you've got a toothache. Come in here. Yes. <laughs> Okie dokie. I do? Well, you don't know <laughs> it yet, but you've got one. <laughs> hey, um, get in here. I got a question. Uh, I got an answer. Would you would you get into a, a tube that's 23 feet long, and would you uh, then and, and then get in and have the only exit that you can get out of, right, the only exit is sealed from the outside with 17 bolts. And then you go down 12,000 feet or something like that. I mean, some some ridiculous mm. depth. I think it's 12,000 feet. Yeah. Would you do that? Well, no. Um, <laughs> Neither would I. I'm claustrophobic anyway, and, uh, you know, that kicks in my anxiety. And uh, the people around me are all going to get cold cocked because I start swinging and not knowing why I'm that's what would happen. But, you know, look at it this way. You know, you're technically now the owner the, that made the thing also mm-hmm. admitted he took some shortcuts in making that. Song. Oh, yeah. He, but he, he's driving it, you know. Yeah. Well, he, here I am. I'm sitting there going, I'm going like, you know, that's like paying two thousand dollars for a ticket and then finding out once you get in the water. Oh, by the way, we forgot to tell you, it's a one way ride. What? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like what they um. For, let me give you a little this 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 thing this uh, this sub submersible. It's not a submarine. A submarine can it has bring its, its own power. Yeah, it can bring itself down. It can bring itself back. This, I guess, can maneuver to a certain extent, but it can't do all the things you wish a submarine. <laughs> I, I got to tell you. These poor people, I pray to God that by the time the show is over, we have some good news because I think they're running out of time as far as oxygen goes. Uh, what a horrible, horrible thing. You can only pray that uh, they return safely. But somebody said the search area is the size of two states of Pe- of uh, Connecticut. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's a big, big area. Yeah, and uh, I could not imagine. Now, I used to scuba dive, you know, and I've been down 100 feet, a little bit over that. But and but I had, you know, the proper gear and everything, and you could still see, you know, I could imagine down there, it's crazy. Do they even have electricity? Because do they have power on board or not? Uh, you got to wonder, and they got to conserve and everything, so... You know that that's like that's like being you know sealed up and buried in a coffin. Uh, they said they found imagine. they said they found uh, an area where they thought they heard some knocking, some ping. Somebody said it was uh, at every thirty minutes, at thirty minute intervals that they heard this knocking. Here's what the knocking sounded like. Listen. Now that sounds. Okay. It sounds. I heard three short, 
too long. I didn't hear the three short afterward. That would have been SOS, right? Yeah, that's dit, 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 dot, 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 yeah. dit, dit, dit. Now, that was a cup, I think, on the front of the banging the cup. Boom, boom, boom. They made their, uh, you know, their dash, you know, their big middle part. Let me play it again. Like- Let's play it again and see whether uh, we missed something. I heard three short and four long there, so I, I, I guess it's SOS. I think would have been did 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 dot 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 did did It's three three three. Is it three three? Yesterday they said three two three, three long, two short, three long. Um, I, I whatever it is, it was. Huh. It sounded like a human made that noise. Yeah, I mean you're making noise down there, and. Morse code is uh, the international code, but it's no longer uh, it's no longer known by a lot. It's not it's not used that much anymore because of technology whatnot. Uh, so it's very possible they're down there going, okay, what's Morse code? I don't know. It goes something like this, and you're in a panic mode. So who the hell knows? They said that uh, um, the person who is down there driving this submersible is the owner. And mm-hmm. and he's kind of uh, proud of the fact that he's a, a bit woke. He has said that he doesn't hire, you know, veteran veteran sea or navy people. Uh, you know, he hires uh, younger folks with uh, with the, the dream and stuff like that. Well, I don't know about you, but if I got in one of those tubes and went down twelve thousand feet, I will, would want the most experienced pilot on the planet. At the oh, control. I would too. Yeah, yeah, I, I would too. And by the way, Morris, I just looked it up. I was right. It's uh, three dots, three dashes, three dots. So it's three, so, three, three short. I mean, if you were knocking, it would be three short. Then would be three long. Yeah, and then and then three short. Yeah. Now you got to realize too that sound does travel in the water, but you know that last dot dot kind of faded uh, away. Yeah. So, you know, the sound could have varied, you know, they could be weak as all hell down there. And if that guy is a rogue guy, you know, kind of does his own thing, there's probably, and he, and he, and he admitted before, yeah, he took a lot of shortcuts. Well, oh then my God. maybe, Bill, where he, did he take the shor- shortcuts? Well, he, he um, first of all, I, I should point out that every passenger paid a quarter of a million dollars yeah. for a seat in that tube. Secondly, the, the they have one bathroom which is in the nose of the uh, of the submersible, right next to the window, mm-hmm. and you use it by you sit there, you do your business, and you pull a curtain, and that's it. And, you know, maybe and you I guess you turn on some music to uh, drown out whatever noises, but you literally you're sitting in the same room as the bathroom. Okay, I mean the conditions are not great. By any Hopefully stretch, it's not a bucket, but uh, well, right now uh, it doesn't matter, you know. You're, yeah, you're, uh, um, the, but you know they they um, so you're paying a quarter million dollars to take a ride in this thing. It is being controlled by, I believe they said a PlayStation controller, a PlayStation controller. Now somebody said, well, that's not a big deal. The uh, Periscope on new submarines today 
uh, literally Xbox controllers. Yeah, I was just going to say they they use those controllers because they they have the proper apparatus. <clears throat> excuse me, they have the proper apparatus to sit there and do what they want and interface with the electronics that are in everything now. So, but you know the thing is, Bill, uh, he, he, the guy I saw the interview with the owner. And he was kind of bragging about uh, the ease of operation. It's all run by this little controller, this, this PlayStation controller, so that I can just toss it around and anybody can anybody can drive the uh, the unit. And I'm thinking to myself, wait, I don't want everybody driving the uh, submersible. I want one person piloting the submersible who knows how to handle it. Let's say hypothetically. Somebody has the controller, and he says, boy, I'd like to get a little closer to the Titanic. Just a little closer. You know, that, that's wreckage. It's, it's, it's scrap metal, and it's twisted and bent, and it collapses now because it's been down there for 113 years, the uh, Titanic. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, let's say you got really close. Let's say you thought, well, I think I'm going to park it right on top of this deck. Let's 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 get on the Titanic, and, the, and the deck gives away. Exactly, the yeah. deck gives away. These people may not be trapped around the Titanic; they're gonna be trapped in it. That's exactly right. Now the French have sent their submersible there, and they've got it in the water. They're going down, and they're hoping that they can, with theirs, get to where it is. But you know, you can't do a hatch to hatch thing, from what I understand in this, and no. depending where it is. Uh, that would, even if you could, it could make it difficult. So they're going to have to find a way to hook it up and pull it up. And how much time? To ha- when did we first lose it? Or they they lo- lose? I it? think I think literally today is the uh, D day. Today is it? Today yeah. they, they will be out of air today. Yeah, and you know I don't know how long you'll survive when the air runs out, or right. they're going to have to make sacrifices of people to prolong the air. I mean. Th- if if they come out, you know, there's going to be, this will be a made-for-TV movie. You know that, that we're watching, and I'm not saying that, oh, somebody's got movies there, but there will be, because they're going to have to make some judgment calls of who gets the chance to go on and who can be sacrificed Bill, don't they have survival. Air, don't they have air-scrubbing uh, masks and things like that that, you know, give you extra time? I mean... In, in the old this guy go- took shortcuts, so why would he have that? That's true. He really did take shortcuts, big time. For example, mm-hmm. um, uh, there's no GPS. We talked about this, I think, yesterday. There's mm-hmm. no GPS, and there's no pinger on it. A pinger is a device that sends off an emergency echo noise uh, so that you can find them. There's, no, there's, not, there's nothing on this submarine, this submersible, that says, here we are, we're stuck. You know? See, I would have, if I were in that sub, I don't know how many people are in it, but I would have said, okay, your job for the next five, five people. Yeah. Well, there you go. Five people. So each person could take a five-hour shift or a three-hour shift, and all their job is to do is... That's exactly right. And the others take a rest. And then when you hit your five hours... Hey, get up, huh? Yeah, come yeah. over here and start. Boom, 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 boom. And now I go take a nap, and you pass it around the line because what else are you going to do in that damn sub? Nothing. You know, I, I just don't understand how a guy could make a device like this, cut so many corners, 
and think that he can, you know, nothing's going to happen. You're, you're going, what, two miles? Two miles down? Mm-hmm. Two miles down. And uh, the, the, the fact that you are sealed in with 17 bolts from the outside, you couldn't get out of this thing now if you, if you wanted to. Somebody has got to literally uh, grab hold of this, this submarine and, and pull it to the surface somehow. If it's stuck in the wreckage, even if they find them alive, let's say it's stuck in the wreckage, I don't think they can get into it. And if, let's say hypothetically, they get into it, um, the pressure will kill them if they open the if they open the uh, the hatch. Yeah, I mean it, it is such a terrible situation to be in. You, you, like I said, I pray to God that uh, by some divine luck. Uh, these people are, are found alive, and they are in a, a position where they can be rescued. That they're not stuck in the Titanic. That they're, you know, maybe outside on the uh, on the ground and in, in an area right. where they can be taken hold of and 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 taken to the top. Um, but you know, the thing is, they have things to deal like with with bends now. Uh, you're bringing a, a, this thing oh, up. Decompression, from, yeah. yeah. Well, what they're going to have to do, but I don't know how that's going to work. Because unless they can get air into it, when you bring them up, you know, the, the bubbles, nitrogen bubbles are right. going to go from the toes and come right up the body and, you know, through the chest, the heart, and yeah. the brain, you're dead. Uh, the only thing that you can possibly do is everybody invert themselves. In other words, upside down. So, so the, the, uh, the bubbles stay in your feet. Yeah, and you know, you're upside down. That gives you... Some what about you know time to where you know if you were rescued they could get you in a decompression chamber, uh, which I'm sure they've got on a waiting ship up there. They're going to have to get them immediately out of there and into the chamber, or they're dead. On uh, yeah, you know on uh, you know uh, uh, it, that it, depth. It, I d- this is a nightmare scenario. The whole thing is a nightmare, Bill. I mean, yeah, and they're they're breathing oxygen now. They're they're in a pressurized thing, so probably. See, I don't know that they have the bends if that thing is proper. Um, whereas, like when you're in a suit, it's it's the weight of the atmosphere uh, that's every forty feet increases. You know, you get forty feet up to forty feet is one atmosphere. Mm-hmm. You know, eighty feet is two. You know, so like when. Scuba divers, they go by the Navy dive chart, and that'll tell you how, how far down you can go, and that tells you, you know, where you come up, and you stop, and you decompress, you know, and then you come up a little bit more, and you naturally decompress. You plan all that, and you dive. I don't know whether don't, there's a, dead. I don't know whether there's a outside port that they can connect to to feed oxygen into that uh, tube. I, I guess the only thing they can do right now is forget uh, the bends, like you said, uh, and literally just get them to the top as fast as they can and then throw them into a uh, uh, a tank as fast as they can and hope for the best. Yeah, they'll be in the tank for a long time, so they're going to have to have somebody that's willing to go in that tank with them and tend to them because, and see, the tanks aren't big. No, That's the not. other thing. So... I don't know. This is not going to have a happy ending. It's already a sad story, no matter what, but it's not going to have a happy ending. Now, it is a distraction, yes, but it it's a necessary distraction. I 
There was no way this was planned, intended, or anything. It's unfortunate. But while it happens, a lot of strange things have been going on in the news. The Biden DOJ is really fast at work. Before we get there, Bill, I just want to read you the line from Stockton Rush, who is the pilot. He's the pilot and the owner uh, of the uh, Ocean Gate Titan. It's ironic, by the way, that it's called the Titan, and they're going down on the Titanic. It just uh, and they may be they may be stuck. Uh, He said this: When I started business, other sub operators were out there, but they typically had gentlemen who are ex-military submariners, a whole bunch of 50-year-old white guys, he said during a 2020 interview. I wanted our team to be younger, to be inspirational. A 25-year-old who's a sub-pilot or a platform operator or one of our techs can be inspirational, he said, while an image of a female crew member showed on the screen during the interview. Uh, we also want our team to have a variety of different backgrounds. This guy was more concerned about being woke, about being diverse, you know, mm-hmm. than to be qualified and to be capable, you know. And 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 I, I don't know how the four passengers could have gotten into this tube without having checked every aspect of this trip, you know. One of the guys who's on the trip, I believe, is the richest man in Pakistan, and his son. One of his, so he spent half a million dollars to be on this trip. You would have thought a guy with uh, that kind of business acumen would have really done his homework on this this uh, submersible and this company before he sat in it. Yeah, well, you obviously you're right, not, to, but I don't know how you do it. I mean, I would have, wouldn't you? Would have probably. Well, yeah, I wouldn't have done it, you know. But then again, I know a little bit more about it because as a hobby one time, I, I, I don't anymore, but I used to scuba dive, and I loved it. I, it was a great thing. But you learn things, too. I also learned you don't eat eggs for breakfast when you go down about 80 feet because it turns to gas. And, uh, you know, under that compression, the gas bubbles you have that might be the size of a golf ball down at um, – well, I don't know, 80, 90 feet are the oh size, of a pin, size of a pinhead. So when you come up, all of a sudden, your gut goes, oh, geez, I got to go back down and slow, <laughs> slow, <laughs> wait for nature to, you know. Oh, my gosh. But that's, that's too much information. <laughs> but I got to tell you. I, but I no, pl- but think that's how it works. I want to play it one more time. This is what they heard. Okay, now, mind you, that was released, I believe, by the Coast Guard. But then they're saying, uh, on another hand, they say uh, the Coast Guard says they are not aware of any sounds coming from the area. Now, I just played for the tape, and they had that tape. I don't. Maybe they think that sound is coming from uh, one of the search vessels, which is a possibility, I guess. Uh, yeah, it could be, but, you know, one of the survivors of it. Boy, we're going, uh, we're really delving into this, but that's okay. Um, one of the survivors of... Uh, when I say survivors, he went down on another dive. Now, a couple of things he said, it's very common every time it's gone down, the four times he did, uh, the communications in that sub went out. 
Wow. And he also described the communications and, and what they're going to do. And he acted as if, you know, it's, it's actively going on. But from what I understood, pretty much, you know, the sounds that you heard mm-hmm. were uh, a few days ago. There hasn't been much sound now. Say now I can't conf- Yeah, I can't confirm that. But that would tell me that, you know, there is a crush death. Now, maybe this thing was made to survive that, but there is a crush death. Oh, yeah. Uh, and uh, perhaps those sounds... You know, oh, I hope I, actual, I know. But, I know where you're going. I I hope but, you're you're wrong, but um, this is a, a terrible time. It's a nightmare scenario, and it's happening to five people. Woke hey, or know, not, woke or not. Here's what I hope. I hope this. I hope they find the submarine. I hope they bring the submarine up. I hope everyone's healthy and fine, and they can, you know, uh, tell their story to their their friends. And uh, but uh, I think that this guy. Uh, Stockton, whatever his name was, I think he should, uh, the, the owner, mm-hmm. I think he should make some improvements and explain himself to, uh, to the people as to why the submarine was so, uh, uh, ill prepared. Well, he He's driving it, right? Yeah. So he may not get a chance to make those improvements. I'm sure right now, if he's alive and God, I hope he is, is he sitting there going, boy, only if I'd had, I should, and who knows, maybe the crew in there, you know, the people in there that paid for it. They might have mutinied him already. You know, oh, I know. He may not be bastard. Yeah. Well, hit the pinger. We don't have one. What? <laughs> oh. Yeah. Uh, I mean, what would you do in that scenario? I know what people do. As a matter of fact, if you look at your messenger, you'll see a couple of them. But um, there, people, this is tragedy. And sometimes people don't know how to deal with the emotions. So they deal with it in, uh, with humor, twisted, weird humor. With the Challenger when that happened, uh, with uh, Christy McCullough and all of that, there were memes. and st- Well, there weren't memes, but there were jokes. Now there are memes with the punchline. So uh, uh, I, I have a hard time laughing at all about uh, all I can do when I think about this situation right now, and this is just me, all I can do is, is, uh, pray. Ho- is pray, yeah, and, and hope for a miracle because it sounds like it's going to take a miracle to find them. You know, someone mm-hmm. said, look how long it took them to find the Titanic, and the Titanic is a thousand times bigger than this uh, submersible, That's, which is true. Uh, but the other thing is, I, I guess Ballard, the guy who found the Titanic, the difference is when he got a certain technology that came along, once he had mm-hmm. that technology, he was able to find the Titanic in four days. The, yeah. Because he, he was able to. Now, I'm hoping that there's a technology out there that we're not aware of that they're using right now that will find this needle in that haystack, you know? Well, if there was a technology that was out there, I think we would have deployed it days ago. Why would we drag our feet around the world? Uh, It would have been deployed. So, you know, there are many things we don't know. And I think we know more about outer space than we do about inner space. That was one of the things we were taught when we scuba dived, you know, you know, the history of it, but we, we you quickly learned that going into inner space, into the world, into the oceans, uh, is a bigger mystery than outer space. Well, you know, you think about airplanes, right? Every every airliner has redundant systems, safety systems. Yeah. Um, you know, they have two altimeters that are run mm-hmm. by separate systems. They have different, uh, if you lose engine A, 
or engine one, you can run it on engine two. I mean, you there are backups. Uh, you would have thought that the maritime rules would be such that they would be backup systems built into every aspect of this uh, of this sub- submariner, I've, this submersible. You can't you can't get on an airplane unless it's certified. The plane, the plane has to be certified by the FAA and all these other government regulation. Uh, so it's not a difficult process. When you see a new airliner being introduced to the world, that thing's gone through a rigid uh, list of, of tests and, and, and had to pass certain rules and regulations before it got to the point of being you know, able to be sold. This thing here, apparently, you know, he, the guy could have built it in his backyard. I mean, who the heck gets into a, a device that goes two miles down without having some kind of an emergency uh, beacon? I mean, I don't know. Uh, well, you know, people do stupid things. Oh, who was uh, who was the TV host that got on a lawn chair with balloons? Oh, I remember it? that. Who was re- that? Letterman? I don't. I don't know. I don't think so. There was somebody, but yeah, yeah. That and was, and he thought was- it was going to be funny, and I think it took him like quite a distance. Yeah, you got tangled up in stuff, but yeah, 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 you know, if I go get these balloons and fill them up with helium, tie them to a lawn chair, I'll be floating. Uh, Oh, that's one of those who the hell would have thought moments, you know? Well, I mean, that's when you, I think we give certain people too much credit for intelligence. We equate celebrity with brains. One of the things I've learned in my long existence on this planet is some of the people I thought were really special. When you meet them in person, they're not. They're not. Jim, uh, 25 years old. That's not a long existence. Uh, thank you very much. Yes, yeah. uh, your check will be in the mail. Other things <laughs> Other things happening in the news, Bill, you were talking about uh, the Durham uh, report. Uh, John Durham was testifying in front of in front of Congress yesterday. Yeah, he ripped uh, He ripped Schiff uh, one because Schiff was trying to bring up these uh, – uh, that Trump got a phone call, or Trump's son got a phone call mm-hmm. uh, from uh, a person that was Russian that had dirt. I know on the it, other what side. a joke that was. <laughs> and and and, and he, he's going, well, you know, people get phone calls from people all the time that say that they have something on <laughs> someone. You ought to know this, yeah. you know. But he kept on with the story. But you know, the interesting thing is, you know. It's that old Russia, Russia, Russia thing again. Oh, I know. And, they don't which give was up. a fake story. But what he, there were tapes. And I, as a matter of fact, I know it's online. I, oh, I know. I, I could, I would have, if I had more time, I would have, I had a software problem, so I couldn't go out and, and yeah, find it. I might have it for you tomorrow. But you, the point is, is that every time he pinpointed a question, you, you know, you could play the tape of him talking to, this woman giving him information on all oh, the, 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 oh, the, the bed thing, you know, the, that, that mm-hmm. disgusting thing, everything that he has cried out, he was duped by a female prankster. She, and, and, and you have Russian officials saying, oh yeah, that, that's true, but uh, she's, she's of nefarious background. She's just a comedian, you know, or whatever they said, mm. she's, making it all up and he took this stuff and ran with it and then he pulled the adam schiff writer thing well i can take this and i can embellish it and really make it something you know that's it has been it has been proven bill that he's a liar and the whole story is made up proven yet he doesn't give up on it 
But, you know, it was a bad day for him yesterday. He got censured. Oh, I know he All did. Right? Yeah. And then, you know, no, granted, it was right down the line, but he got censured. And then he got his ass handed to him by Durham. Now, the funny thing is, the Democrats in the House, shame, 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 shame. Why? We caught you in a lie? Do you know what he said about censure? You know, they, oh, they he's wearing it like a badge of honor. I take it as a badge of honor because uh, this says that I'm effective. Uh, they go after people they think are effective. Uh, I exposed the corruption of the former president. I led the first impeachment trial of the former president to the first bipartisan vote to remove a president in U.S. history. Uh, and I'm proud of that work. And I would do it again. If you look up in the dictionary for the definition of weasel, weasel, you'll see his picture. Well, here's the deal. He said he wears it like a badge of honor because it, uh, you know, that we're going after people of importance. No, Adam, we're not. But you did do a tell. You see, it's proven that you lied about all of this, that you're telling, you're trying to cast your blame on somebody else, and you're going after somebody of importance, just like all the Democrats have done. And, oh, you, oh, yeah, you impeached the president. Oh, oh that's, that's terrible. And, on false information that was proven right there and before. Adam, you're a liar. And by the way, if you don't know what a liar is, I suggest you take a walk down the hall, walk into the bathroom, and take a good look in the mirror, and, hey, you will see uh, the biggest liar there is right now. But he, he wears it, like he said, with a, has a badge of honor. This guy knows no shame. He knew that when he started this story years ago that it was a lie he was on all of the tv networks and by the way the the woke media uh they had him on as a guest on numerous occasions they welcomed him as a uh victorious uh leader of their cause they asked him all the right questions and he was able with a smile to say all the things that president trump had done wrong all of those lies that bill was talking about and they just literally didn't challenge the guy. They almost applauded him for, for doing this. So he's out there now. He still, do you know that the, the Democrats, uh, when this came down last night, the censure, uh, they were chanting, shame, 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 shame. I mean, talk about a bunch of children. A bunch of, first of all, they're in the halls of Congress. I don't know yeah. about you. But it's almost like being in a church, or it should be anyway. But they don't treat it that way. They're a bunch of like high school kids who aren't happy with their lunch, and they're going to protest in the cafeteria. You well, know? they proved what they are, the Democrats, because not only were they doing shame, 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 but they proved that they are being led because they're sheep. Because then after the shame, they were going bad, bad. And they did say bad, bad, bad. So bad. You're, it's, you know, somebody had mentioned uh, about uh, to me uh, about um, you know the person that's uh, going after Trump and whatnot was actually uh, a Trump appointee you know and oh the comedy keeps getting better and better and better well you guys are the comedy writers and you know we've explained this before some of the appoint appointees were people that were vetted that were trusted uh, Supposedly, by the the Trump's mistake was he didn't understand at the time coming in how how deep the state was and how many people had been 
corrupted and were posers on the Republican side. That's true. He he didn't pick, by the way. They, they say, well, he was a Trump appointee. They make it sound like Trump sat down with a, a book and, and went through the qualifications of every single person that was in his administration. The fact is, he, he wouldn't have had time to do it. There are like 2,000 uh, appointees in an administration. He has to take it on the advice of, of trusted personnel. And these were people who couldn't be trusted, obviously, because they put these uh, deep staters into his administration. Yeah, these these people don't have elected jobs. These the trusted personnel is staff that's been there forever. So if you got a Democratic staff in there, well, who who are they going to sit there and ultimately side with and work for? We can trip this guy up and get him out of here in four years if we don't impeach him first. Oh, speaking of which, now it was a good day for the Bidens with the DOJ with Hunter number one, uh, Hunter's. Uh, charges, you know, uh, two misdemeanors, and then the gun thing is basically going to go away. Uh, so there's really going to be no d- jail time or anything. But, you know, a lot of this stuff stemmed from, well, his child support thing with the illegitimate child, which DNA has proved he is the daddy of the little girl. And, you know, the mom wants more child support because there's more money out there. And she wants her daughter to bear the Biden name because in time, it's important because of her future wealth. You know, so Mama Bear wanted to look out for her kid. Well, you know, Biden's DOJ, you know, it was a good day for Hunter because his, uh, his child support got reduced by 75%. Unbelievable. 75%. And the judge also ruled that the child is not entitled to have her daddy's last name. Unbelievable. I mean, tell me that. This isn't a corrupt system right now. I mean, now un- that is just mind-boggling. If you're a Democrat, uh, and guys, unless you're, I, you know something I don't. I'll talk to the women. Women, you had an affair in a drug-induced moment with Hunter Biden. You got pregnant, but you're still a mom. You're raising that kid, and he owes her money. Owes you money to raise that child. And because he has money and there's probably inheritance, she needs to, you know, have her daddy's name and be able to at least she, she deserves that name. And they say no to you. You know, they say no, absolutely no. Forget about your politics. Is it right? Well, I mean, Joe Biden doesn't even even acknowledge the uh, child as one of his grandchildren. No, no, and Joe Do- doesn't. Uh, you know, Hunter hasn't seen the child. He hasn't even. No, he he hasn't. I, and Dr. Jill, uh, no, no, he's not. Uh, you know, this is all fantasy. Yeah. You know, well, just like your presidency uh, and uh, first ladyship, uh, it's all fantasy. But it's and we're living in the reality of, of a screwed up. Well, situation. I, I can't imagine that um, that decision is going to stand. If I were the lawyers of that uh, uh, woman and you know mm-hmm. that little child. I I would have said, look it, don't worry about it. We're going to appeal this decision, and I'm not going to charge you. I mean that's that's what I would have done. This is this is nonsense. This is a sympathetic judge ruling in favor of uh, the administration. But anyway, I wanted to play this for you. This is first of all John Durham. 
To give you an idea of uh, how childish the uh, Democrats were yesterday in the hearing, uh, and they were childish. Have you heard some of these questions? Well, you're going to hear one. Uh, you're going to hear a response from, uh, a, 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 I think his name is, don't go away. I I, I got to find the guy's name. I'm standing by. Uh, yes, I'm standing uh, by. Uh, he is... Uh, he is lost to eternity because I can't find it. But anyway, look, it, it is a representative. He is a uh, Democrat, and he is upset with Durham's approach to the Durham report. And and he will listen to what he says. Well, if it's I a question. tried to follow your report, Mr. Donald Trump Jr. would have called it a, a nothing burger. Mm-hmm. You got no convictions. You got nothing. It was all set up to hurt the Mueller report, which was correct and was redacted, to hurt the Bidens and to help Trump. And you were a part of it. You have a good reputation. You had a good reputation. That's why the two Democrats supported you. But the longer you hold on to Mr. Barr and this report that Mr. Barr gave you as special counsel, your reputation will be damaged. As everybody's reputation who gets involved with Donald Trump is damaged, he's damaged goods. There's no good dealing with him because you will end up on the bottom of a pyre. I yield back the balance of my time. Sure. My, we uh, presume the gentleman's undecided on, on how he feels about the pre- former president. <laughs> Gentlemen, witness can respond. Yeah, my uh, concern about my reputation is with uh, the people who I respect, my family, and my lord. And I'm perfectly comfortable with my reputation with them, sir. Well said. God bless you. Um, the, um, and then, of course, the audience applauded the answer. But the guy's name was uh, Representative Steve Cohen, a nasty SOB. Nothing about what he said was based on fact. It was just emotion, and he can't stand Donald Trump. You know, you're, you'll be burning on the pyre of uh, whatever he said at the end. Almost sounded like a threat to me. Your reputation... You know, if if you support Trump, we're going to screw your, re- yeah, your reputation, and that that's how I took it. That was a threat. Well, don't you think a lot of people on the left think that they're in the ultimate control right now? I mean, they think that they got the world by the tail. And but I also think you're you're sensing, even though they they think they have the power, they're having some doubt in that, and that's why they're getting nasty. It's like. They're seeing Trump doing well in the polls. They're seeing him be attacked and rise in the polls. They're seeing all the things that they don't understand. They know they have the power. They know that they're supposed to be the, the top gun in Washington. But but yet things are happening that don't fit the, the narrative, if you know what I'm saying. So that's why they get a, a bit testy, like this guy Cohen just did. I mean, they just... You heard uh, the Democrats respond to uh, to the uh, censure last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they sounded like petulant little children, and, and uh, it, it's it's the kind of government that we have right now. It's the system that's that's controlling our lives. Instead of having a solid, rock solid uh, system, we have a bunch of people who are uh, posing and playing at being uh, leaders of the country. Uh, it, it's, it's a scary time to, to uh, be in the United States. Uh, you know, when, I, when my dad was uh, a young man and I was a child, I can remember feeling when he talked about government, 
he talked with reverence about, well, you know, state rep- well, U.S. Representative so-and-so said, or the vice president said, and there was some importance to the position, you know, they, that he would, he would talk with, with deference and reverence. You don't see that now. You see a bunch of, a bunch of clowns. The, how, do you, how do you applaud AOC? I mean, how do you look at her seriously? I mean, uh, uh, all of these people who are doing childish and stupid things in their position, <clears throat> and we're supposed to be, we're supposed to be, uh, you know, supporting them. I don't know. I, I maybe I'm I'm reading too much into it, but I think we're in a we're in dire straits, and I don't know how we're going to get out of it. I don't know how it's going to get either. better. I don't either. I don't know how it's going to get better either. But we got to move on, and uh, it's. There's still a lot to go with uh, with all of that, but well, uh, I wanted to I wanted to play another uh, bit of audio. Uh, uh, all right, it's yeah, I um, got a couple of stories, but I was waiting here for. Well, the guy's name is Kevin Kiley. He's a representative from California, and he took time uh, out to list the lies uh, by the popular Democrats. You know, they they talk the left talks about these accusations as, as being baseless. You know. Well, this guy, Kylie, a Republican, he said, oh, they're baseless. Well, listen to what uh, they listen to what they've done. And th- all the things he lists are proven. Mr. Durham, several people today, including ranking member um, Adler and three representatives from California, uh, Mr. Schiff, Mr. Mr. Swalwell and Mr. Liu, uh, have attacked you. Mr. Ranking member Nadler called your report a political exercise with eth- ethical ambiguity. Uh, Mr. Liu uh, called you a partisan hack. However, it seems that the, they're taking issue not so much with the conclusions of your report as those of Mr. Mueller's report, uh, which concluded uh, that the investigation did not establish that members of the Trump campaign conspired or coordinated with the Russian government in its election interference activities. That conclusion directly contradicted statements made on the record by those representatives. For example, Mr. Schiff in 2017-2018 made statements such as, the Russians offered help, the campaign accepted help, the Russians gave help, and the president made full use of that help, and that is pretty damning. He also said there's clear evidence on the issue of collusion. He said, I think there's Plenty of evidence of conclusion, collusion, or conspiracy in plain sight, Mr. Durham. German yield. Are those statements supported by the conclusions of the Mueller report? German yield. No. Mr. Uh, Durham, is, are those statements supported by the Mueller report? I don't believe so. Mr. Nadler stated, it's clear that the campaign concluded and there's a lot of evidence of that. The question is, was the president involved? Mr. Nadler also said there was obviously a lot of collusion. Uh, Mr. Durham, were those statements supported by the Mueller report? I don't believe they were supported by the Mueller report. Mr. Liu stated uh, in a press release in March of 2017, the bombshell revelation that U.S. officials have information that suggests Trump associates may have colluded colluded with the Russians means we must pause the entire Trump agenda. We may have an illegitimate president of the United States currently occupying the White House. Uh, Mr. Durham, did the Mueller report establish that we had an illegitimate president occupying the White House? Not to my knowledge. Mr. Swalla stated in 2018, in our investigation, we saw strong evidence of collusion. Did the Mueller report support that there was strong evidence of collusion? Not to my knowledge. Even here today, we had uh, Mr. Schiff uh, 
raised questions about your public statement uh, during the investigation, saying this somehow violated a DOJ uh, policy. However, Mr. Mueller himself made a public statement uh, in January of 2019. This is a article from CNN headline, Mueller's office disputes BuzzFeed report that Trump directed Michael Cohen to lie to Congress. So whatever policy there might exist in the DOJ with respect to public statements by special counsels, it would seem that you and Mr. Mueller would be on equal footing with respect to it. Is that correct? It seems so. Mr. Nadler, Ranking Member Nadler also suggested that we're only here today because of the recent indictments of President Trump. However, you received your assignment as special counsel in 2019. Is that correct? That's correct. Uh, 2020, the special counsel is in uh, 2020. In 2020. And was that before or after the events alleged in the recent indictments by the, pres by the president? That was before. And is it customary for a special counsel to come testify in Congress upon the issuance of the report? This is my first experience of this sort of thing. Um, <laughs> so I, I, I know that uh, Director Mueller had had occasion to testify before Congress, so I, I guess this is not unique. So it's pretty likely you would have been here whether or not the president had been recently indicted. Yes. Contrary to Ranking Member Napper's statement. I want to quote from you uh, a part of your report where you say, uh, there are reasons why in examining politically charged and high profile issues, the office must exercise and has exercised special care. One of those statements you said is that even when prosecutors believe that they can obtain a conviction, there are some instances in which it may not be advisable to expend government time and resources on a criminal prosecution, particularly where it could create the appearance, even if unfounded, that the government is seeking to criminalize the behavior of political opponents or punish the activities of a specific political party or campaign. Uh, could you just expound on that a little bit, this idea that there are prudential considerations that may counsel against prosecution even if there has been some technical violation of a statute? Sure. The um, standard principles of federal prosecution include, and it was a bedrock, that um, you ought not to bring a prosecution unless you believe in good faith that there's sufficient evidence to prove a case beyond a reasonable doubt, and the jury will convict, um, and that the conviction, a conviction, can be sustained on appeal. There may be those instances in which you're pretty well convinced that a crime was committed and can identify the person who committed it, but you can't in good faith say uh, a jury is likely to convict in this case. We believe that uh, a jury will convict and we can uh, sustain it on appeal. Those are the principles that we try to apply here, that we followed here. They're the same principles I've followed for 40 years as a federal prosecutor. But what are you referring to when you, uh, when you say that there uh, might be additional considerations involving the perception that you're criminalizing the behavior of political opponents? Yeah, I mean, th these, are, these are difficult things. For example, uh, taking this case, uh, I think all the members of the committee have had access to whether they took advantage or not, I don't know, but uh, we filed a uh, classified appendix here, right? So there are some prosecutions where it may very well be that it looks like and you think you can prove the crime beyond a reasonable doubt, but because of the classified nature of much of your evidence, it's never going to see the light of day. So that might pre uh, preclude a prosecution. Um, you know, things, things of that sort uh, that come up that uh, are part of the prudential judgment that a prosecutor has to make um, in these matters. I yield back. Thank you. Okay, Joe DeGeneva, who's a very respected attorney from Washington, worked in government, he said the problem with, uh, with Durham is that he took a too long to yes. issue, issue what he could have done maybe two years ago or two and a half years ago. We could have gotten what he came up with 
two and a half years ago, and we wouldn't have been waiting around. He said that the problem is is that Durham is old school. He's kind of protecting the institution as opposed to defending uh, the country, as opposed to defending uh, the damage that has been done to our to our nation by all of these wrongful deeds by these other people. Uh, so he he seemed like a nice, nice enough guy. He's, he's a disappointment big time to me. I mean, a lot of people out there say, well, he was really good yesterday in the, uh, in the hearings and stuff. But I look at the report that he issued, and there's a whole litany of people that should have been indicted. I mean, the Eric Swalwells, uh, Hillary Clinton could have been a, a, uh, indicted. A lot of people on the left skated because this guy didn't have the cojones to indict them. But yet, the other side, you know, you heard him say, and I, I thought this was telling, he said, uh, a good prosecutor doesn't indict unless he's confident that he has the ability to win the case, that he has the evidence mm-hmm. to win the case. And I would think that's old school. I would think that's probably the way it was 40 years ago when he got into the uh, the business. But I would bet you uh, dollars to donuts, as they would say, that the left doesn't have that approach. Their approach on the left is indict them, no matter what we have, indict them, and the damage will be caused by the process. The indictment itself will be enough to to cripple the person you're indicting. That's yeah. the difference. Yeah, and uh, they they win by um, you know public opinion because they throw so much dirt yeah. out there, and it doesn't have to be real dirt, but it's believed when there's enough dirt, there's got to be something. Yeah. So people buy into that and they they do it. But you know the key that I took out of that is didn't think he could win. Didn't mean that he thought it was right. It means that he figured he couldn't win it, so why do it? And uh, a major disappointment to me. I mean, I, I first, like I said, I was really look, disappointed with the report. I mean, you know, and you know, somebody I mentioned the story earlier where somebody was going Trump appointed, Trump appointed, Trump appointed. But the fact is, is you know, a lot of these appointees. Well, you know, you got to go in and appoint uh, thousands of people when you come in as president. Yeah, and the people that are advising you are fixtures in the White House. They've been there through several administrations. Absolutely. So you don't know their true colors, but chances are they are affixed to the deep state because they're protecting their jobs as well. A lot anyway, of pe- shifting- Bill, a lo- just one more thing. A lot of people uh, who uh, were in the White House or he brought back to the White House were people who had experience from the Bush administration. You know who'd mm-hmm. been the and and that not that wasn't a necessarily a good thing. We found out that a lot of people who were with Bush uh, don't particularly care for President Trump, and they actually have more in common with uh, Barack Hussein Obama than they do with uh, Donald Trump. And I think he knows that now. I'm yeah. sorry, but you yeah. were going to say something about another story. Yeah, but I'll you know I'll add to that though you know, and that that's where you get into these Trump appointed uh, people. You know, like the the judge that he appointed for Hunter, donated to Hillary, McCain, Romney, and then he's assigned to Hunter. Now, Trump probably thought he was a good appointee, but, uh, you know, the name's right there, Hillary, McCain, and Romney. Uh, So that tells you something about the guy. Story out of Boston. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is, you know, Boston Fire Department. First uh, responders were called to a public housing complex for a man in cardiac arrest. Now, this happened Saturday morning 
Uh, but Boston first responders horrified to find four children at transgender drag party with a dead body and drugs and sex toys scattered throughout Unbelievable. Un- unbelievable. That, trust me, when we say that uh, child trafficking is a real problem in this country right now, human child trafficking, mm-hmm. I mean, human trafficking by itself of all ages is bad enough. I think you said, Bill, we're what, fourth or are we number one? No, we're, we're number one. We, oh, wow. We, we are the kingpin. We are the, you know, the, we're, we're top of the food chain there, so to speak. When it comes to uh, well, that, with the, then you hear a story like this, you wonder what what are children doing in this environment? And I I hate to say this, but I, I I'm sure what they were doing there was something really bad. Okay, we'll just leave it at that. Yeah, the children and you know young children they're fragile, uh, and you take them away from their parents. Uh, I mean they're fragile on many accords, and you get and now you got the schools going after them. You know, trying to manipulate them, and all they want are mommy or mommy and daddy or daddy, whatever they have, and uh, it's tragic, it's terrible, and uh, you know the people that are behind all of this, we need to find them, and not, you know Trump used to say it, Hillary says it, Democrats say it, we all say it, lock them up, lock them up. Well, let's start locking people up. Let's just start getting rid of some of these these people because. You know, if you're if you're a sex trafficker or a drug trafficker, you're a murderer in my mind. I hear the construction going on outside, <laughs> yeah. um, but that's okay. You, you guys, everybody knows that that's going on. Two weeks of this, friends. <laughs> but uh, and, and it takes my train of thought away. But uh, I'm just saying, I got along the lines of what you I'm were just talking about. They, they should be they should be eliminated. You know, you Bill, uh, a former producer from CNN. This is CNN. A former producer of CNN has been sentenced to 19 years in prison for molesting a nine-year-old girl. Nine. Nine. Mm -hmm. He, He gets 19 years. But can you imagine somebody who thinks it's okay that it's it's normal, it's the right thing to molest a child? I mean, that is that is not wrong. That is evil personified. That is the worst thing that a, a human being can do to take an innocent, a little innocent and to molest them. I mean, well, he got, he got his just desserts. He got 19 years, but this is the kind of thing I'm afraid that is happening in a lot of neighborhoods right now. And we don't know it. We don't know it. It's out there, and and they're doing. You know, we heard uh, Jim Caviezel talk yesterday about uh, the the new movie that he's doing. They went down to Central America. They're they're rounding up little children. They're they're kidnapping them, and they're whisking them north into the United States, where they are used as sex slaves. And if they're not used as sex slaves, they are used for their body parts, meaning they kill them. They, they kill harvest them. them. They harvest them, exactly. Yeah. And, and it, it, we, normal you, you know, citizens of this country, think, oh, that's awful. Oh, that can't be. It is so bad that we can't wrap our heads around uh, this, this kind of a thing. But it is happening 
and it's not being addressed. And by the way, this guy in Washington is allowing it to happen. He's allowing the borders to remain open so that these people can be trafficked into our country. It's happening every single day. I, I, I'm reminded of a story we did a few months back of a, a little a little two-year-old child who was found alone, alone at the border. They found a little child with no one there to protect them, and, and he was just wandering aimlessly. Fortunately, uh, one of the other illegal women uh, found him and brought him to a border guard, and he was rescued. But if he hadn't been found, he would have died in the desert, or he would have been mm-hmm. captured by some other bad person, and God knows where that little person would be right now. Um, I don't know what it's going to take for us to wake up to realize what, what's happening in our country, you know, right now. I don't know I don't know how long it's going to be before we all realize that action has to take, I don't mean revolution, but I mean we've got to put pressure on our congressmen and our senators to get off their butt and do the right thing, not the political thing, you know? Anyway. Um, there may not be enough time, though, to, to do all of that. You know, because when you look at, like I say, there are distractions all around. There's so much stuff going on. Uh, I found it interesting that Putin says, yeah, we can take out uh, the United Kingdom in six minutes. Now, he's talking about the deployment of Satan, too. We've heard about that missile. Uh, it can be launched from the ground. It can be launched from a plane. Is it, it called Satan, too? Satan, too. Or Satan. I thought it was Satan, S-A-T-A-N. Yeah, that's the, that's the planet, Satan. Okay, Satan too. Whatever it is, I always called it Satan. Well, I think I think Either. Satan and Satan would probably Satan. Is, as far as I'm concerned, it's a nuclear. <laughs> it's bomb. a hell of a it's rocket. Satan. I know. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, Satan two. He's going to deploy the hypersonic Satan two nuclear capable missiles along with the next generation of um, what is it? Sarmat intercontinental ballistic missiles. They've already got them deployed. Where is it? They've got them. They've got them out there. But basically. He is saying that he is going to um, start using these because he's getting a little bit mad. That's part of his triad of nuclear missiles. Mm -hmm. A nuke is a nuke is a nuke. And that thing is fast, can strike us uh, within minutes before we even knew that it was coming. Hey, Bill, maybe I'm thinking maybe maybe he did call it Satan, too. You know, maybe maybe it isn't. I don't know. I, I, I heard somebody refer to it that way once. But either way. What is it, Boleros or something like that? They uh, they talked about that thing being in. I don't uh, have all this. Belarus. I got it's in Belarus. Belarus. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Belarus. Okay, so it's there. Look, I'll blow names. I'm like that comedian once that used to be around <laughs> in the seventies. That uh, you know, I know stuff, but uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know all the pronunciations. But you got that going on. You know, for the first time ever. Yeah. We have put uh, uh, B-52 bombers. In China's backyard. Now, I think there's only a couple of them, uh, but they're in Indonesia. I got that name right. Um, <laughs> but uh, they've got them there. You know, why do we have stratospheric bombers, uh, B-52s, right there? Because uh, within... because the Chinese, we're telling the Chinese, essentially, you're going to put uh, troops in Cuba, 90 miles from our shore? Well, we can do the same thing with, yeah. with uh, our troops in your backyard, too. And that's what they're going to do. They're but saying that... Z- Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I was saying, but Z, you know, uh, 
What was it uh, that Biden mouthed off about him the other day? Uh, called him a dictator. Yeah, and uh, and Z and Z basically, uh, you know, took that as an act of aggression. You know, to call him that. So he, you know, well, it doesn't take much to get the Chinese ticked off at us. But I think that there, everything is a plan. I mean, to think that we've given up on thinking that Taiwan is an independent nation uh, is is just mind boggling. We should end with one uh, up note. It's it's good to be Jill Biden. It's good to be Jill Jill Doctor Jill Doctor Jill. Yeah, yes. I'm sorry, uh, because uh, the Prime Minister of India uh, came to the White House. He uh, came uh, all happy, smiles. I'm good to see you. And uh, Joe Biden took his hand and walked him over to Jill, and they just uh, it was a one it was a love fest. And that evening. As a token of his friendship to Dr. Jill, he handed her an eco-friendly, I don't know, I don't know how it can be eco-friendly, seven and a half carat diamond. Seven and a half carat. This sucker was the size of a softball. <laughs> Is that legal? I don't know, but he did it. But then again, wait a second. We're talking about the Biden administration. Are you paying attention? Yeah. The Biden administration. Is anything they do legal? Okay, because part of the Democrats' cry when they went to Mar-a-Lago is that gifts that were given to Trump, right. and I understood that they could only be a certain value, but they claimed they couldn't be taken out of the White House. So, Jill, you better take that damn ring off and give it back to the government. Well, maybe it was given to Jill personally and... Maybe it's different. Maybe the rules and regulations are different when they're given well, to Well, no, children. they're different between Democrats and Republicans. That's true, too. Yes, absolutely. Well, anyway, seven and a half carat. I mean, how do you put that in a setting? Do you wear that on Do you wear that on your finger? I mean, it would make your hand heavy. Or do you wear it as a necklace or something? I mean, seven and a half carat. Well, was it cut? Because, oh, yes, you know, it was gorgeous. It's beautiful. Oh, well, geez. I, I mean, mean and, this was not the, something they, they picked out of the soil and, you know, dusted it off and gave it to her. This thing was was uh, beautiful. Nice. Like that diamond What would that be and, worth, uh, you think? Seven, seven and a half carat. It's got to be worth uh, $100,000 at least. Oh, probably maybe, more, maybe than, more that. than that. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and, yeah, there's, what is it? There's that place in Arkansas. If you're ever traveling through the country and you're probably going, you'll, you'll go right by it. And it says the diamond mine. You can actually go there and pay so much for a bucket to scoop in the dirt because as they mine, they dump the dirt, you know, yeah. and whatever they didn't get through the sifting, you know, and people have found yeah. most people just get a bucket of dirt, but every once in a while, yeah, something gets through. Well, and I, I, went, I, I got seven and a half carat, carrots one, and I also got a potato. <laughs> yeah. Was, yeah, and that uh, potato on a ring, your wife didn't like it, did no, she? No, she did not like yeah. it. Hey, look at if you want to get a hold of us, our number is 833 538 7868. 833 538 7868. Mail at itsanotherday.com. Mail at itsanotherday.com. Oh, I like how you say that. I really do. I, I had to do it that certain way. certain amount of finesse to that. Either. I can't do that announcer, you know, that uh, the Johnny Olsen Earl, sound? No, the James Earl Jones. This is, you know, I can't do that. This is CNN. In the Actually, biz, you can hear it, his voice. It's really, they, they 
They pump the lows. They pump the compression. They put a ton of processing on his voice. Here. He's really kind of up yeah. here. This is CNN. Yes, but you know? th- with the with the compression and uh, all of the processing, he sounds like he's broadcasting from the halls of heaven. You know, I was waiting for the sea to part, or at least the water in my bathtub. You know, but- uh, well, have you, I would go check. Hey, have a real good day, my friend. We'll do it again tomorrow. Sounds like a plan. This is CNN. Someone get him out of here, please. Yeah, get him out of here. The Voice of Freedom, CRN America. These days, when you want an answer about just about anything, you ask Alexa. You ask her about the weather. You ask her who won your favorite sporting event. You ask her to find a fact that you can't find anywhere. Well, we did that too. We asked her how many people have downloaded itsanotherday.com. And this is what she said. From acceleration.com. It has been downloaded as much as 260,433,467 times. I know. Seems like a lot. Seems like a lot to us too. But it's Alexa. Thanks for making us a part of your day. And tell your friends about itsanotherday.com. We could use an extra listener. I mean, what do you do when you only have 260 million?